Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Before we start, I would like to draw your attention to my weekly email newsletter, Friday Focus. Each Friday, I focus on one topic with one action arising. The link to sign up is in the show notes or head over to amyrolinson.com and sign up right now. Hello and welcome to Focus on Why. Today I'm joined by Monsui Tech. Welcome Monsui, how are you? I'm great, absolutely great. What a fantastic start to the week to uh, record an episode with you. Oh, well, it's an absolute privilege to have you on the show as a fellow podcaster. Your podcast is, tell us, tell everyone. My podcast is called Stuff They Should Have Taught You in School. What a great title. I mean, you must not run out with of any content. You must be so oh, inspired of all the things that you can share with everybody. Yes, there's honestly so much that they don't teach you in school. And as I go through day-to-day life, I learn more and more, which I then share on the podcast as well. So it's good. And tell me, Monty, is it a case of your audience are people who are still in school or are they also people who have left school and just saying, oh, wow, I didn't know that. Thank you. Well, I think that it realistically, the real learning actually, well, my, my firstly, so my audience is generally, I think up in the main bulk of them is up until the age of 30, I think 20 to 30. But obviously we have some that are older and some that are younger. At the current time of recording, it's not that big. But I think that realistically, the real learning actually starts after school and school really doesn't set you up for much. I mean, so it does you some like social skills and basic maths, basic English and grammar, which you do need, but all the other stuff in between, you know, mortgages, credit cards, all you need to actually go out and live like, you know, um, getting an in, you know, doing a job interview, understanding exactly what your purpose is and focusing on why exactly about your podcast as well all of this kind of stuff they don't teach you and um you kind of just sort of chucked out to the world and then you wonder why so many people are in so much debt and then they get to 50 60 years old and they've got no assets in fact they've only got liabilities or they're only in debt and it's even scarier in fact because i was speaking to a friend of mine the other day and he told me that his student loan the interest rate on a student loan is between five and ten percent, which is just so it's just ridiculously high. I mean, I would not expect that, especially for a student loan. Yeah, that does sound crazy. So tell me, you're how old now? I'm 24. And where did you find the sort of lack of information to fill the gap between to understand about mortgages understand about the difference between assets and liabilities and credit cards and job interviews and the purpose so <clears throat> i think that it started when uh well i can trace sort of some things back to one point when i was in about when i was maybe like 14 15 years old and i was at this point i was well generally when i was at school i didn't really feel like i fit in because i didn't follow the complaining mindset that you see here in the UK where everyone is like almost a one-upmanship about how little sleep you got or how little work you did and how you know 
it's just a, it's a negative one-upmanship, which doesn't make sense to me. And it never did. Um, and there was like one point where I think I got quite frustrated with, I couldn't manage my, the, uh, my time properly. And I got quite frustrated with that. And then I was kicked out of the class for something. I can't remember what, I think I spoke back to the teacher. And then um, from there, I, yeah, because I was frustrated, I started learning more about time management and organization. That led me on to Brian Tracy. And then from there, it was just, you know, it was just one thing after another, learning about personal development, self-development, all of that stuff, understood about investment, started, got into property quite early, uh, got started attending property networking events around 17 years old, and then, you know, just continued on that. Then, you know, start to train to become an accountant. Well, I actually went into a couple of different industries to see which one was the one for me. Accountancy was just, um, there's no real reason for me to be doing it, really. I guess it gives me some good background knowledge. I'm an optimist anyway. So um, I, I pick out the reason rather than thinking that um, it's a waste of time. So here you are, several years down the line, having attended network events property network events at the age of 17 and people are on who are there they they get it they they know why you're there but what about your peers what about your family did they understand your sort of trajectory the difference that you that you are following a different way of life well I think when yeah when I was a lot younger the peers they didn't had no idea about this because they would never understand as I got older yeah obviously the, the friend circle change and some people within that understand it so I spend more time with them um and you just sort of like align yourself with people that follow that kind of it's it's a situation of looking at where you are in life and realizing that that's not the end or that's not where you have to be uh tomorrow a month down the line a year down the line you can always change it and um the more you know you think that way the more you realize it's actually in your hands and then you just go ahead and um and just in my family they were very supportive actually uh, my mum was the one that wanted me to go into the accountancy thing which is like generally a very good qualification because they don't just teach you numbers and how to do accounts it's a lot more um you know they teach you about law and they teach you about time management ethics all this kind of stuff which is very good very good to learn but yeah, I mean, this is the thing why I started the podcast because so many people don't have that. It's a minute, it's a way of thinking, isn't it? It's like a completely when we're in the brand and marketing mastermind, everyone in there is, is is there for improvement and getting better. Whereas you go down the pub and everyone's talking about the weather and crap and complaining and this and that. We don't well, we complain for like 30 seconds and then that's it, it's shut off and now it's solution time, right? Yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. And it's it's really interesting how we are on, on the same mastermind together. We I've been on that same mastermind for several years now. I joined back in February 2019 with Rob Moore. And we're talking about brand and marketing, but we're talking about so many different other areas as well. And you're, you're right, you know, the conversation is inspiring, it's encouraging, it's empowering. And it doesn't feel ever that you're in this space of comparison where you're behind or other people are ahead it's a case of wow yeah, exactly. you know yeah and it's 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 really really interesting so tell me 
what is it that you want to achieve? Now, I know that you're, you say you're studying to be an accountant and that you, you're on that journey, but that's not the goal. So what's the goal? What's the vision? Well, the, the, um, well, the short-term vision is obviously to um, have enough passive income to focus more on things that I actually want to do, uh, which is includes the podcast, it includes making my own music, includes uh you know various uh, more development deals more property getting more full time into that because that's something that i actually enjoy i mean i can happily sit here from when i get home at work you know six seven o'clock till ten o'clock analyzing deals whatever the ultimate long-term vision we're talking 20 30 years down the line is to eventually have a uh, trust fund where so obviously from the podcast i'll educate people i'll hopefully have people on that podcast people listening to the podcast they learn more about financial independence they'll trickle down into a new company which i would have made which is basically like a trust fund to invest in property deals and development projects therefore allowing people to invest in property with a lot less effort than than we currently know you know finding the deals yourself talking to your estate agent yourself doing all the analysis yourself going to try and get mortgages yourself talking to mortgage brokers and accountants sorting out your tax returns and all that kind of stuff. Whereas this would just be, you know, putting a little bit of money into a trust fund and then build the development projects from using that money. And also to um, uh, free up my parents because, you know, as all of our parents have worked really hard to give us the life that we have, that's definitely one of the first priority goals is to be paying them a monthly wage so they don't have to work or anything like, or, you know, they can just chill out or whatever they want to do. And the podcast, let's go back to that and stuff they should have taught you in school. Your episode 100. Congratulations. That is ph- phenomenal. Most people give up and suffer from pod fade after 10 episodes or less. So what's, what's kept you, what's championing you to keep going and share your insights and your knowledge? Well, um, it's a hard question to answer because I think it's just, um, it's the long, it's the long-term plan and vision that's keeping it going. I think, because obviously look, it's almost been two years now. I don't have a lot of listeners at the current time of recording. And, um, that's why one of the reasons why I'm in the brand and marketing mastermind, of course, to promote that and learn how to use social media to promote it as well, but I think has worked. But yeah, it's just a simple fact of consistency is key. And that the fact is that you can be doing the same thing again and again for five years. And then only in the, in the, you know, in the, in the first day of the sixth year, then you see that small bit of growth. And, and I, and I just really do believe in my soul, exponential growth. And it's the same thing with property. Like I'm really not where I want to be with property, but I have that belief of exponential growth. Like, okay, yeah, you've put in six seven years you're not where you want to be but then hopefully the next six seven years will be you know 10 times the growth that you had in those first so it's, but then if you give up now then it's all for nothing yeah so it's it's not giving up on your dreams your aspirations your focus it's understanding where you need to make changes in how you achieve those exactly yeah the small small changes were that that you know yeah no, that's that's exactly it. That's a good point, actually. So tell me, Mon, what is it that you are doing right now that 
you weren't doing before? So what are the habits and the the challenges that or the the traits, the, the character traits that you've adopted to, to drive you forward? Because you're working, you're studying, you're investing, you're podcasting. There's a lot going on here. Well, I think one of the things was so when I maybe um yeah, so about two, three, two, three to two, two to three years ago, I took on my first commercial conversion which was well the only convert commercial conversion I've done to date but it was um, a huge project well it felt like a huge project because it took a long time a lot of money and it was three and a half hours away from where I lived which meant a lot of seven day uh, work weeks consistently a lot of and I at the time I was working three jobs as well which was just a bit much and um, when I look on it back that now I'm thinking I, you know, that it was just too much. So what I've changed from now is I've started to take Sundays back to myself. I started to allocate half a day or a full day every month to myself to just do things I enjoy. And generally this just involves literally just driving out into um, Surrey Hills, which is quite close to me and just sitting in the car for a little bit with a notepad, going for a walk around nature where it's very quiet around that area whereas now here in the suburbs of London you can hear cars going past all the time and this and that so and then also weekly reflections and um, monthly reflection um, um, sorry by month um, every two months I'll do like a goal reflection every week I'll do a reflection on the week and what I'm going to focus on or what changes I want to make now these reflections they don't they go like you know obviously they, I do them consistently but I find that um, the actions I say I'm going to take are not always the actions that I do take. So it's all a, it's just a matter of bringing yourself back and saying, okay, let's try again, let's try again. And hopefully one day then it will actually be exactly how, how you want it to be and you make those small changes. Um, and it's also a case of like setting your environment up for what you know you should be doing. So like I can see with you, you've got all your books behind you. If you wanted to read more, you'd put books around you. Um, if you didn't have the books or if they were somewhere f- further away, then it would be much more difficult for you to, to do that, right? So I, in that same same way, like, you know, if I want to drink water, I've got glass right here. So it's very easy for me to go, and go ahead and drink the water rather than having to run somewhere else to go get it. So I set up the environment to do what I uh, aim to be doing. That's fantastic. And and I really, I'm inspired by the fact that you're here in your early twenties and you are so key or clued up to what you're wanting to do. I mean, I, I don't do regret, but I, I, I'm really admiring the fact that you are where I was probably only a few years ago. You know, it, this is a case of, I got to midlife and didn't have the understanding of the difference between assets and liabilities in in the way that made it possible for my husband to retire, having understood that, having done the work and read and educated myself in being financially free and financially independent. This is going to be huge. And, And anybody who does sort of at the moment stumble across your podcast, have you heard back from them? Have you, has anybody reached out to you and said, this has really helped me? Well, no, I do actually put my email address at the end of each episode and in the show notes and I say, email me your topic request, your feedback, whatever. Even if you just want to say, say, look, have you got 20 minutes for a call? This is what I'm struggling with. 
So I haven't had any feedback, no. But I've had people say, like, you know, that's a great title and whatnot. But exactly what you're saying, you didn't know what assets and liabilities are. This is one of the, you know, the most fundamental things that you need to understand if you ever want to, if you ever want to stop working or if you ever want to stop exchanging money and time for money. So obviously, when you go to work, you exchange one hour for a unit of money. When we invest in assets, we exchange that time, a huge upfront cost and time, but then we get paid again and again with little or no time recurring. And that's the whole point. That's how you attain freedom of your time and your money and this is the thing is you've got to we've got to learn it we all got to learn it um and that's why you know hopefully that podcast this podcast will um start to teach more and more people and the more people that listen to it the more people that realize that actually there's another way because all you do is you look around yourself like if i didn't take the path stumbled upon the self-development path that i did i'd look around myself and i'd see all my friends just doing the same crap day in day out and, um, you know, whatever it is, going to the pub Friday, Saturday, and then, you know, hungover Sunday, and then Monday, then it starts again, hating work and all of this stuff. Um, so, but there is a different way, you know, and um, they don't teach you that in school for one reason or another. Why do you think they don't teach it to you in school? Because it's not that it's not available, that that information is out there, it's accessible and what is it that the education system is holding back on? Well, we could get into conspiracy theories here, I guess. <laughs> we could start saying, okay, you know, they want to set you up for um, being a good employee, which I guess to some extent is true. We can't all be business owners and no employees. And um, being a employee or being a business owner is not for everyone. There's a huge amount of, you know, there's just a lot of work a lot of there's no boundary between you know stop at, at five o'clock and go for a drink or whatever there's no boundary like that and there's no concept of five day work weeks or whatever at least at the beginning unless you make it so and or you could say there's some people out there the small percentage of the world that are lizards or whatever other conspiracy theory they come up with and they control all of the powerhouses and everything um, but what I actually think is that is that we're just in a really outdated system and it just needs a whole it just needs a massive overhaul. The education system today is what the same as what it's been for the last hundred years plus. And um, I mean, everything around us right now that we're looking at has not been there for a hundred years. Okay, maybe a table and chair, but the rest of it is new technology. There's no reason why we should be using old technology today. It's, it's the same thing as saying like, okay, I'm going to go drive to, I want to go travel to Scotland from south of London to Scotland. Let's go by horse and carriage instead of by car or train or plane. It's, it's ridiculous. Why would you ever do that? There's always, you know, always want to be using new information and um, keeping yourself educated. Whereas when you go to school, it's almost as if they force you to teach it. They force you to learn things in a certain way, which doesn't work for 90% of people. Then they hate learning and they hate reading and then they never want to touch a book again. And it's interesting because I've recently interviewed 
Henry Guyburn, and he had exactly that experience. He didn't do well at school. He's in our brand and marketing mastermind yeah. with us, and he's just launched his podcast called Fail Forward. And yeah. it's really interesting because he didn't enjoy reading. He didn't enjoy maths. And yet, you know, now he can't get enough of reading. He'd love to go back and learn more about maths and, and will do because numbers are so important in business, yeah, particularly seeing how his business failed and he just didn't see it coming because this is stuff that they should have taught him in school. You know, this is, this yeah, is exactly. what... I mean, it's just the basics. It's literally just the basic. And this is the thing you see is okay. Any business owner, any entrepreneur that we really need in this world, because these are the people that push the world forward. You know, they will have a passion, whatever it may be. It might be uh, music or cooking or whatever but they just don't understand the basics of money. And that's why so many businesses fail um, because they just don't understand the absolute basics. And, it, you know, it'd be great if we were just taught for even like a one, even for like one day a week for a year. I mean, can you imagine the, how, how much less debt people would have if we were just taught, uh, you know, if, if had like 20, 50 lessons on money management and, and basic budgeting? what a different world we'd live in um but then it, it also it goes back to the question okay why do they not teach it in school is it because of the big banks and stuff because obviously this is where they get a lot of their money from it's from lending and um that's their main source of income really so it's uh it's one of those questions but um you know maybe we don't change the entire school system maybe we just start with people around us and then they people around them and so on and then slowly the impact is made and people become realize that they actually have the power uh, rather than life happening to them. It's happening for them and they're actually in control. And tell me, Monty, when when did you understand the importance of purpose, the, the need for a why in your life? Well, I think it's something that is. Um, it's an ongoing question, definitely. I don't think I've fully hit the purpose yet. I think that it will change from time to time. And I just see it as a point of view as like, for, for me personally, I'm like, okay, I'm still living with my parents, even though I could be living in another property, one of my rental properties, but I'd rather still live with my parents, keep my overheads low, because I realize that at this time, you can try as many things as you want. Why wouldn't you? I mean, I before I was an accountant, I worked in an optician. I thought I wanted to be an optician first. I thought I wanted to go to chemistry at university as well. And, you know, I worked in a couple of other jobs like tutoring, uh, security, this and that. And, um, you know, it's just why wouldn't you try all these things out? Why wouldn't you? And it's the same thing with traveling and like experiencing different cultures. Why wouldn't you? I mean, the world is so diverse. Why would you stay with one thing your whole life? It just makes no sense to me. And that's the whole point for me to go and uh, do accountancy for a little. I have the sort of view where it's like, okay, we'll do accountancy for five, six years. Then we'll, the idea here is essentially having the money going, coming in every single month. Then you go and try out different things. And you say, okay, let's do account. Let's do a course in accountancy. Let's do a course in IT. Let's learn about how to code. Let's do, I don't know, professional speaking and whatever it is. And, and you know, after 10, 20 years, you tried. 10, 20, maybe five, even five, 10, 20 different things, something's going to stick. Something's going to be like, well, that is what I really want to do because it drives me inside. Currently, only, the only thing that really drives me inside is obviously money because you need it. 
in life and um, getting that as passive as possible and music. Music is something that I've only recently in the last 18 months realised that is actually something I really enjoy, playing music. And tell me a bit more about that. What, play, playing music? Yeah, what, what instrument do you play? Oh, I play piano and guitar. So, well, I actually played piano when I was very young in uh, primary school, maybe like, I don't know, five, six, seven years old for a couple of years, then stopped it for a long time. Because what I see is that, this is the thing, is that when you're young, you're forced to play an instrument, you don't like it. But then I got, as I got older, um, and this was during lockdown, I'd had a few drinks, I must admit, and I, uh, I just stumbled across some YouTube video and it was this guy playing piano, teaching you how to do um, some, some bluesy stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm going to relearn piano now, just based on that. So I immediately went up into the loft, got my old piano. It still worked, probably because it was Japanese piano, but uh, <laughs> and they build things right over there. And I, it still worked. It's a really crap one. It's only like worth a hundred pound with plasticky keys and all this stuff. And I pulled it down. It took me like what a month or two to learn just the fast first bar of music which is just one two three four so just like that small amount of time took me like ages to learn it picked it back up found that I really do enjoy that with guitar um and I, and I enjoy it more than guitar so now I have I'm lucky enough to have friends around me that play multiple instruments as well so we go for jamming sessions and we make you know we started to make a couple of songs as well which is just you know very at the beginning stages but it's something where it's like I could literally sit down for two hours, three hours. I wouldn't even realize where the time is going. And, and it's not like I'm playing one specific song. It's just improvisation. And um, I realize if you can learn enough of any one instrument to be able to improvise, that's when you start having fun. And you realize how versatile the piano really is. Because I think that most, in, most instruments sort of follow it because that's where the scale is laid out. And then being a numbers guy in the background, I sort of learn more about that side of things. And then you realize that, oh, wow, actually music is also a lot of numbers and a lot of calculations as well. It's very, very, well, I find it very interesting to understand these sort of concepts. And I recently learned something else, some other bits and pieces about it called the circle of fifths, which went way over my head. But it basically, I think um, Pythagoras first figured it out that, um, the way that um, you have octaves and things like that. And it's just, it's just amazing. Then you can understand how different notes work together and you can like piece everything. You can like make a song straight off the bat just by understanding which, which sort of um, notes go together, which keys work together with guitar. I played when I was in secondary school. So in high school for American people, um, then I, I played for maybe a year or something. I was into metal uh, at that time, not so much anymore. <laughs> I was into my Black Sabbath, and as if, you, if you're watching on the video, you can see I've got a picture of Jimi Hendrix up there, um, which my friend painted for me. So, yeah, so then I stopped for ages. I had a friend of mine who's a very valuable friend, actually, because he was on me for about, on top of me for about two to three years, he was saying, get back into guitar, get back into guitar. You've got really good roots. You've got really good roots. So I dusted off, my, eventually it got through to me. I dusted off my old electric guitar. He helped me clean it and it was really filthy. And, um, and then after I cleaned it, it was like buttery smooth, very nice to play. And here we are a few years later, 
still playing guitar, but I enjoy piano more, definitely. I love I love that I asked you about the music because it, it's just it's the passions just come out and and part of the purpose is to be able to give yourself that more time to to be able to do the things that you love in life. And clearly this is something that you're going to be enjoying going forward. So, yeah, look forward. Maybe, maybe you could put some of your music onto your own podcast. Yeah, maybe I've already got it on some of the um, Instagram. Um, but yeah, maybe that's a good idea, actually. Maybe I'll make a song about stuff they should have taught. Maybe I'll make a song about budgeting, isn't it? Or something like that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be so great. I'd love to hear those. Honestly, it's been such a pleasure talking to you about why you do what you do, Monsoon. It's so cool. And I just want to say thank you. How can people reach out to you? And you've mentioned your email. What other ways can they connect? If you just search Monsui Tech, so M-O-N-S-U-I space T-E-K, everything will come up, Instagram, podcast, YouTube, although there's not too much on YouTube right now because I actually, <laughs> I hired my younger brother to do it. And um, if I found out that he wasn't really that interested in it, <laughs> obviously, because <laughs> he's only 12 years old. But um, yeah, no, but yeah, just search Monsui Tech. Um, because if you search stuff they should have taught you in school, I don't think it really comes up. But Monsui Tech, yeah, it does. Brilliant. But this is also going to be going on my podcast as well. So how can they get in touch with you? So your podcast is all, all obviously called Focus on Why, which is. is again a brilliant title. And um, yeah, how can we? How can people get in touch with you? Thank you. Well, the, it's on all platforms. So it's on all all podcasting platforms, Apple and Spotify, all of them. And so that that's easy to access. But also, if you just go to my website, amyrolandson.com, you'll find everything you need there. So thank you for the shout out. That's fine. I'll have all your links in the show notes anyway as well. Great. And um, I do have one, one quick question for you. So what actually led you on to this path of finding your why? And, um, you know, was there a specific event that sort of triggered it? Or was it a series of events? Or what happened? Did you say it was a quick question? It might have been a quick question, but it's a, it's not a quick answer. <laughs> but in but in a nutshell, what happened was I recognised that the mental health of my husband was deteriorating. He was working in the city, and it was not going to work out well if he continued much longer. So I resigned from my job and I set up a property portfolio. I, I went through various education programs to understand what I needed to do. So I got myself educated with property investment and also just understood much more about how to be financially literate. So from that perspective, it took me three years. He retired. He's now taken over the property investment portfolio and the management of it, which has freed me up to do the things that I really love, which is life purpose coaching and podcasting. So in between, I've also done a lot of property training. I have a property podcast out there called the Property Vault Podcast. Haven't added any new episodes for a couple of years now, but it's still in the top charts around the world, which is crazy. And at the beginning of lockdown, my business partner and I, we parted ways. So we no longer did the property training, but what we I ended up doing was launching Focus on Why because I recognized as a, a midlife beginner that there was so much more potential that I could achieve in life. There were so many things that we could go on to do as a result of producing a portfolio, giving us the, the, the assets and also the income. The and ultimate freedom, right? 
Absolutely. So the focus on why was really poignant for me because I, I realized that I'd been sleepwalking and following the cycle of life that we had led to, to follow. And yeah, absolutely. The things that I wish I'd known and been taught in school, I am now sharing across the globe. And that's why Focus on Why is in 112 countries and is in the top 1% of all podcasts because... Congratulations. Well, thank you. And it's because I am so passionate about getting the message out there that, yes, I have been all over social media promoting it. And word of mouth, when you get people on your show and this is probably something that you could do more of is getting more guests on your show to champion what it is you're doing and ask them what they wish they'd been taught in school for me 100 yeah. financial literacy understanding the importance of purpose as well and maybe not worrying about it early on but knowing that at some point it was going to be there for me i now live a living legacy I live a life that I am sharing and shining the light on people's purpose through the podcast and it is just epic wow I can just even over video call I can just feel the energy and the passion through that but it yeah it's just amazing and congratulations so many times for retiring your husband for getting financially free for building a property portfolio in three years you know that's not that's not a long time to build a property portfolio let me put it this way i've been at it for what six cf something yeah six plus years five six seven years and uh still not not built a, a, a big enough one for me okay just yet. <laughs> so I, I need to make a correction here i need to just share with you that yes i did that the property port built the property portfolio in a time period of three years because that was the goal i set myself you have to remember that my husband and i had been paying off our mortgage for before then about 20 plus years because that's what uh, yeah. you know and we we also had another property so we'd paid off the mortgage on that one we then moved and so we had equity yeah. so whilst it took me three years add on the first 20 of of all the years of 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 working of saving yeah. And so, yes, we had saved. So that was a good thing. And we'd paid down our mortgage. That was that was good because it then meant we had instant access to funds. Now, anyone who's thinking, well, OK, I haven't got 23 years to, to get to that point. You always run out. You run out of money. And that's where understanding the how you then use investments from others and ethically and sustainably. Absolutely. There are lots of rules and regulations that you need to adhere to. But what I'm saying is I don't want it to put people off and say, well, I haven't got that equity to then do mm. it because there will be equity or there will be access to funds elsewhere, as you know. So, yes, it, there are many things that I, with hindsight, would have changed, but we can't do that. We can't live a life of regret. So there we are. I think I think it is a it's a good point to make actually um, that really yeah okay you don't need your own money and you don't need your own equity all you need is to get educated first for anyone listening out there that wants to go in, into property first and foremost get educated then you realise that um, that you can't you can you you there's so many things you can do in property it's literally a blank sheet of paper it's not just buy a property and rent it out there's so much more so much more to it. And that's why I love it, because you can go into, I can go to a property and I can immediately see five, six exit strategies. 
rather than just the standard buy and sell or buy and rent. And it's like, you know, it's really is a blank sheet of paper, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, go with what you need to do and, and follow your, your, your way and your passions and your, and your purpose, but understand that there's no competition, you know, Yes, I've made my podcast a success. You have to remember, it's my second podcast. Okay, I made mistakes the first time around. And that's what you do. You learn. And going back to our good friend, Henry, you can fail forward with the learnings that you take from those. So have you got some final words, Mon, for for the audience today? I I think that, um, well, I guess I'll just reiterate that where you are today uh, is, is not where you have to be tomorrow a week's time a month whatever you always have the power you always have the choice as soon as you decide that you want to do xyz you can do xyz and and that's it i mean the world is the world is really there for you and um you don't let it don't think that you know it's pushing you around because you're the one that actually takes control if you don't take control yes yeah, you're going to get pushed around it's the same with anything you know, people will walk all over you unless you take control. And that's that's it, really. How about you? Have you got any final words? For me, it's always, it's never too late to be who you might have been. Focus on why. How has this conversation had an impact on you? What value have you received from tuning in? What are your reflections with actions? Please take a moment to leave me an Apple podcast or Spotify review sharing how Focus on Why has made a difference to you today. Remember, the conversation doesn't end here. To keep it going, simply connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook or Twitter or join the Focus on Why Facebook group. All the links are in the show notes. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.